You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. You can visit the Glebe Central Pub in the heart of the Glebe, 779 Bank Street. And when you head there, let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. You can also buy your tickets to the Send Shuttle on their website. Go find it, GlebeCentralPub.com. I'm Ross Levitan with the Martian following a Senators win. Ottawa snaps its three-game losing streak in Pittsburgh. They took out the air horn and they sent everybody to the exits early with two goals in a matter of seconds in the third period. First, it was Brady Kachuk, and 31 seconds later, Drake Batherson made it 5-1. Jake Gensel gets a garbage goal, but 5-2 is the final score. Martian, your immediate reaction following that 60-minute effort. I love it, Ross. We're back. You know, a nice W for the boys there. So they, they needed that. They needed that terribly. And uh, I'm really happy to see them get that done. So I love it. Oh, it's so good. And how it started early. The Senators, by the way, have scored first in six out of their eight games this season. But it was the way they did it. The power play, yeah, it's produced, but not to the percentage it's needed to with how many opportunities they'd had in games past. It was their only goal, albeit they had less chances than they had in the last handful of games. But great to see Ridley Gregg get on the board his second goal of the year but this pass I mean Claude Giroux has like a five centimeter window where he can put that to get the perfect tip to go upstairs and uh, he hit the nail right on the head yeah he knows exactly what he's doing there when he's placing that shot just for really Greg to get that deflection and he makes no mistake that's a friggin' great tip Ross right behind his own back kind of deal um, and it just goes top corner so Ridley, great finish on that one he was fired up after that one as was I Oh, so good to see. And, and then they carried that momentum. Brady Kachuk came to play tonight. I mean, oh, it's geez. that was captain. There was captain shit all over the place. He was, he was running the show there today. That's for sure. He makes it two one. He scores the second goal. The game is fifth of the season team leading fifth of the season. This was just a beautiful passing play all around Martian all the way back to Tyler Clevin. It was like a pivot backhand feet up the side. Then a one touch by Timmy spinorama to the middle Giroux settles it down as a wily veteran should and finds a perfect seam to Brady Kachuk chugging on down the wing. Now, he was about as surprised as anybody that it got past Tristan Jari on the glove side, but they all count. You got to put pucks on net. Brady's done that for years, and this one goes in ultimately. Oh, I guess it wasn't the game winner because they got that garbage goal at the end, but it certainly set the tone giving Ottawa a 2-0 lead. Yeah, that was like you, the the placement of the shot was really the the key on that one too, and, and obviously that pass by Drew having that little bit of a delay to allow Brady to get that extra speed that he needed to get you know past the defenseman and kind of get himself a, a little bit on on his own there. Um, but that shot, Ross, was awesome, man. Like you know, he just he, he knows he's got a tough angle, and he just kind of just places it perfectly, low glove side, and and it finds its way in, squeaky squeaky area that's that's easier said than done i think uh, for that kind of shot and if you're watching us live on youtube after every ottawa senators game you can find us on locked on senators youtube the coursey numbers are out of control in favor for pittsburgh that shot attempts four at five on five and there's one reason for it martian i know the senders took a, a garbage time shot with four seconds left in the period a bit above muffin if they hadn't taken that measly attempt the Brady Kachuk goal was their only shot in the last 14 minutes of the period. So it's not how many, it's what you do with your chance. Yeah, honestly, it wasn't a great start for Ottawa. I didn't feel like in this game, like in the first period, I think they got it was shot 18 to six or 18 to seven. It was, it was, you know, very lopsided and, and, you know, Pittsburgh was controlling the play, but 
Um, were, yeah, in the first period. 22-7. 22-7. So even worse than I thought. Um, but yeah, that's the, that, you know, the Sens were just the ones capitalizing on all of their chances. And um, Corpusala was really hanging in there nicely for Ottawa to keep them, you know, from allowing any goals at that time. Want to talk about Corpusala right now? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He was awesome. He was. He scares, he scares me when he plays the puck. <laughs> He's so bad playing the puck. It's a little Craig Anderson. My next note after the two <laughs> goals is saying, uh, well, actually, no, my next note after the two goals is, oh my goodness, did he ever bail out Brady, who put a, a Lassie Thompson esque pizza right up the middle? And what a save. No rebound. I was like, that's the type of save that just calms everything down. He had two of those. In the uh, in the uh, second period, he did it as well. After that uh, power play, and I want to get into it a bit more, but the Crosby cross-check on Giroux, Ottawa mm-hmm. didn't generate much on that power play. And then play came the other way. And it would have been like if, if they get it back at that point, it's 3-1 with still plenty yeah. of time left. They ultimately get it a couple minutes later uh, when Crosby scored backdoor. But I think it was Shea. I've never even heard of this guy, defenseman. He just walked right down the middle. And Corpusala just snagged it out of the air. Like that's the type of save that just gives your whole team that that deep breath. Like, okay, we yeah, can trust you. I I love his like his desperation saves too. Isn't it hilarious the way he like ends up on his back and he's sprawling and his arms and legs are flailing and he's doing the splits and he's on his back and he, uh, but he he keeps the puck out of the net somehow sometimes with those. So. Um, this was a nice game for Corpus because I feel like he really needed uh, to rebound after, you know, the last couple performances that he's had. He was good against the Islanders. That one you get goalie, but you're going up against Elias Sorokin at the other end. But he still made 35 saves on 38 shots. But this one, it's like, how can you play well, but also get the result? And that's what he got tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corpus now three and two on the year. Looks so much better than one and four. I mean, if they can't win this game, all of a sudden it's like full panic mode. He's probably got like an 870 ish save percentage if they lose this game but instead he's one of the stars and he's also one of our options we put up a poll every time now when we start and this fire helmet is by far the best mvp prop they have had yet by far it's not even close i would love to get my hands on one if anyone knows make that happen because they look so sweet and who's going to get it tonight josh norris has it right now he obviously had the two goals in his first game of the season against washington I don't know if there's any dust or debris on the helmet. It's been three games. It's been a while. This is the fourth game. Who gets it? Who's your choice? Because the four options we put down, Eunice Corpusallo, Brady Kachuk, Claude Giroux, or Raiden. The Raiden's actually tied with Claude Giroux. Let me start there, and then we'll get the results and yeah. choose. But like, if it was someone outside of those three, the two goals by Brady, the two assists for Giroux, and we discussed the 40-save performance for Eunice Corpusallo, outside of that trifecta, who's your fourth guy tonight that deserves some stick taps? Uh, for me, it's it's easily Ridley Gregg. I think he, he just he's just starting to really look like he's settling in uh, as as an NHL player. He he's leading rookies in scoring currently, you know. So that's that's always a good thing. He had two points tonight, a goal and an assist. Obviously, we talked about that nice deflection already. Um, so um, for me, it's Ridley Gregg. I think he had a nice game. I, I think he he's one of those guys that I think that his teammates will look to as you know a guy who deserves some recognition after a game like tonight. I'm going to go with Tim Stutzla because I've been hard on him. I've been wanting him to take over games. And as uh, Jay Munchen says, it was quietly collecting two points. But at the same time, I do think he held his own with uh, with Sidney Crosby in this game. And I thought that he, they were, went up head-to-head. I'd love to know the the actual 
number at five on five, how many times they went up. If you guys can share that with me in the comments, that would be great. But I feel like he went head to head with, uh, with Crosby and, and did just fine. Yeah, he was, he was all over the puck tonight, too, I felt like. I know everybody's been on him for the way he's been falling down and complaining with referees tonight, but or uh, lately, but he, he stayed out of the box tonight. He, he didn't get in any trouble that way. Um, and, you know, he, he was playing a strong physical game, I thought, for, you know, the way Timmy plays. And, um, it, you know, his, his stick handling is always really good. And he was making plays out there, Ross. Those two assists were, were both really nice. That that play shot for the Kachuk second goal, which obviously Brady finished off extremely well. Um, but that shot was uh, well thought out, I think. Like, if Timmy could have shot that thing anywhere. He could have tried to score himself, but that's not what he tried to do. He clearly uh, put it a low low to the left side on that blocker side. And uh, and he basically set, set Brady up to get that puck um, right, from the, right from the start. Sen's top line was out there for two goals for none against uh, tonight at five on five. And they actually outshot attempted their opposition 15 to 13 in almost 12 minutes of action. So when you look at the first period, it was really that Norris Batherson and Tarasenko line that was getting filled in. They had five shot attempts for and 23 against tonight in 11 minutes and 30 seconds. So that line may be a work in progress. Batherson moving over to left wing for the first time this season. I thought Kubalik had his best game. We should give him some. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. We're joking around, right? About him not wanting the puck on his stick. Uh, I think there's something with your mic, by the way. Let's take a peek at that. There's a bit of an echo, but when it comes to Kubalik, it's uh, impressive to see how he didn't even do the one timer Martian. Like may, maybe the, maybe just take it off and, and go with the, it was the two touch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he gets it and then just puts it home. So good on Dominic Kubelik to uh, to make that happen. And I thought he had a, a decent effort, right? He played 16 minutes. That's got to be, if not the, then right near the most he's played in a single game with Ottawa. So, um, yeah, good to see him get his first point. Get a goal. Yeah, the Dom is the Dom bomb, Ross. That's what we call it now. The Dominic bomb, the Dom bomb. We, we know the, the Tom bomb, but this is the Dom bomb. Yes, please, please. We got to replace the Tom bomb because I don't know if that's ever going to be a sustainable element at the NHL level. The Senators get a 5-2 win. They're back at 500 on the season. Four wins, four losses, and now four days off. The The Sens will take on the LA Kings next, next Thursday. We still have Sen Central standouts to get to. We have intermission news from Elliot Friedman. That's yesterday's news today. If you listen to the streets, but first let me tell you a quick word about our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. They're the exclusive local partner of the postcast for Locked On Senators. The Glebe Central Pub is right in the heart of the Glebe, 779 Bank Street. And when you send there, you can also expect to have a great time. You can go there for dart night. You can go there for live music, open mics. I was talking to one of the owners and they were talking about they had speed dating night that was a hit. So they always have something going on at the Glebe Central Pub. Get down there and get your Send Shuttle tickets. $17 round trip to and from the CTC. You're not going to find a better deal than that. $17 round trip to and from the CTC from our friends at the Glebe Central Pub. So go visit them, 779 Bank Street in the heart of the Glebe. The postcast is also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. I have the pleasure of saying that Pilsy's parlay of the day in which he took the Penguins money line was wrong. So way to go, Pilsy. Parlay of the day is now three and five. Still pretty impressive though on the season. And if you want to get into FanDuel responsibly, go over to FanDuel, 
com. Right now, new customers in the U.S. get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking of joining FanDuel, no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. A wide range from spreads, player pops, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get into the action. It's the official sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, we are here after a 5-2 Senators win over the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm Ross Levitan alongside the Martian. And our goal to everyone, all 350 of you citizens in the chat, is a photo of Pilsy dressed up as Harry Potter tonight for his Halloween party. We missed Pilsy on the postcast. He had a couple hard L's that the two of you had to break down. But here I am with my cape, breaking down another win, Martian. You're undefeated. It's unbelievable, Ross. You, First game <laughs> of the year. First game of the year. Yeah, but I mean, your your track record so far on the postcast is pretty nice. Uh, you should not be envying me and Pilsy having to break down five two losses and uh, five four losses where they're down five one two periods. And uh, you know, like it's been tough sledding for us on the postcast um, without you, Ross. So hopefully, you can make yourself available more because it seems to be going in the sense favor when you're here. Waldron mentioning that it's nice to see us not sitting in the dark again tonight, but postcast <laughs> after dark is coming. You got to stay tuned. Stay for that. tuned. After every postcast, we're going to do it after dark because we want the audio listeners. A lot of it's for commutes, right? Yeah, maybe Saturday is not the best example for that. But if you have your commute, we don't want you to have a 45-minute show when we know Locked On Senators podcast coming out that day as well. So the bonus, like interactive stuff all season long, we're going to do after a 30-minute proper postcast where we break down what happens in the game and get to our send central standouts which i think we should do now our send central standouts after a 5-2 sends win in pittsburgh in a game that the senators led from start to finish well since the four minute and 24 um, second mark where ridley greg scored his second goal of the season martian we pretty much did a team effort Today on our Send Central standouts, because there's not the three of us. We got the three spots in the card. So let's just pull them up, and I want you to go one through three. Why are these the three guys who led the way for the Sens? Oh, you want me to go through all three of them here? Okay, yeah. Well, my my first selection there was Brady Kachuk. Obviously, uh, I, I mentioned it earlier. He was doing his thing. That's that's captain shit right there. And when he goes out there and he sets the tone in the game, and he's getting involved, and he's you know making plays down low, um, two goal effort tonight for Brady. Obviously that first one, we obviously talked about as well, um, where he made that nice place placement shot, but that second goal, Ross, those hands in front of the net after Tim Stutzla takes that nice low shot, he makes two or three little stick handle moves and then gets it to his backhand and fires it up there. Um, that was a, a goal scorer's goal and Brady was feeling it tonight. So he was an obvious standout for us here. Um, 16, 27 on the ice. Um, so not, not a ton of ice time. I think that's, you know, right around a little bit below his average, I feel like, but, um, he was effective while he was out there. And then, and then same thing for Claude Giroux. And this is a guy who the last couple of games has looked incredible, right? Ross, like the plays, same thing, man. Like he just makes plays every time he gets the puck, he doesn't give it away. He finds one of his teammates. He's, he's constantly communicating with guys on the bench and on the ice. Um, so him tonight with those two assists, two really nice ones. Um, and then the, you know, five shots on goal plus two, 1639 time on ice. Uh, and not only that Martian, and I wish that the NHL app and 
everything could figure itself out because I'm really getting sick and tired of not being able to click on the, you know, uh, advanced stats in the game. Cause I, like, I love looking at the face off summary every game because I know that Claude Drew went 67% in the dot. I want to know how many times he beat Sidney Crosby because he was, he was oh, going yeah. up against him head to head quite a bit in the dot, obviously frustrated him enough to take that cross checking penalty in the second period. But I feel like he just had his way with that battle. He was in Sid's head all night. Yeah. It, it's so funny. Like him and Sidney Crosby have had this rivalry with each other. Obviously when, um, you know, Drew was part of the flyers, they were playing the penguins all the time, same state, big rivalry. And him and Sid would go head to head and there was a massive hatred there. And I believe, you know, this, this hatchet may have been buried since I, I think there's a story that's, that's been out there about them, you know, being on team Canada together and the other teammates making them sit together for a lunch so that they could, you know, basically bury the hatchet for the tournament while they were, you know, in the Olympics. Um, but Claude Giroux versus Sidney Crosby, I'll take Claude all day long. He is such a pesky guy. I feel like, uh, you know, Crosby, there's a certain way to get him rattled and whatever it is, Claude has it mastered. Um, and obviously that, that penalty was a, was a prime example of Claude Giroux just being able to like totally get in Sidney Crosby's kitchen and um, obviously drawing that penalty was, was, was perfect. One of only a few penalties tonight, which was a nice change from what yeah. we've seen over the last couple of couple of games. Ottawa went one for three on the power play and uh, Pittsburgh went 0 for two and there was no, Four on four coincidental penalties. It was uh, a pretty evenly matched game from the official standpoint of, of letting guys play. And wouldn't you look at that? I felt like this game had a pretty good amount of flow to it. So hopefully we get to see more of that as officials also settle in to the speed of the game and the season in itself. So um, just a well-played game tonight. Obviously, Ottawa was on the ropes in the first period, but we're able to uh, to hang on and then take advantage when it struck. Uh, we didn't even mention Tristan Jari got pulled in this game after 25 minutes. He allowed six goals on nine shots. Magnus Helberg, he of 100% win certainty when playing in Ottawa, 1-0, gets uh, 15 saves on 17 shots. And I didn't even think about tweeting out the record of former Sens goalies playing against Ottawa. So I think that wow. in itself means that I've grown as a person. Yeah. Senators have because they're not being stonewalled by Robin Leonard, Brian Elliott, and Craig Anderson anymore. Maybe that's why I haven't done it, Pillsy or Martian, because all three of those guys are out of the league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I think we can we can pretty much put that one away. I, I hope I, I, in the recent past, I believe that the Sens have done quite well against their former goalies. So um, hopefully, that's not one you have to you have to keep bringing up. No, no, no. I've almost <laughs> deleted. Oh, you have it. You have it loaded. No, no, no. I I don't think I'm going to use it anymore. Okay. There has to be a, because I get tweets every time. Yeah. Think, oh, oh, here's the, gra it was bad. I think it was like four regulation wins in 34 games. Oh, it was really bad. I know. So yeah, we, we got to clean, we got to clean that up as well. I don't think it applies though when a guy comes in in relief after the other goalie gets tugged. At that point, it's, you know, the sends are winning. So. Uh, what else stood out to you from this game? Martian? Uh, you know, I talked about really Greg. I think, I think Jake Sanderson is just another guy you can always bring up in almost every situation. Saw some people in the chat saying that, you know, this is a guy who deserves a little credit. So I'll go with Jake Sanderson again. You know, he had, he had, a, a, I got to assume he had a, a, a massive amount of ice time. Let me look quick. 25. So almost 26 minutes, 25, 58 for him. 
if the NHL, if the NHL app wasn't broken, I could break that down into by periods for you, but I know he played over nine minutes in the uh, first. Yeah. And especially on the Travis Hamannick goal, you notice like, it was a really good shift in general by that first line before Jake Sanderson took control. But when he did, he, you know, he skated around the entire zone, um, carried it behind the net and around. And then he made that pass to uh, Travis Hamannick for the one timer, which ended up going in the net. So um, obviously Jake Sanderson is going to be an Im- massively important, even more than before now that Shabbat's out. So if he can keep playing like this, uh, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, much better about how things are going to go for them while missing Shabbat. Yeah. And maybe we'll get into that in the after dark. If not, Pilsy and I'll break that down on Monday's locked on Senators. what the decor is going to look like going forward, because yeah, once it got to four, one and then five, one 31 seconds later, then the ice time opened up a little bit. You saw Matt and Paolo and Clevin get a couple extra shifts. But at the end of the day, this was a four defenseman game. And uh, Martian, I know you've been tough on Jacob Bernard Docker, but this was his best game of the year easily playing over 21 minutes plus two. I know he took a penalty that we didn't love. It was a delay a game where he just kind of panicked and flipped it over the boards. But he was tasked to to step up tonight time-wise, time and I thought he did an adequate job of it for sure. Yeah, the, the best thing about that for me is that you barely noticed him tonight, and that's that's a good sign, with especially with a defensive-style defenseman like him. So not noticing a player who's playing defense is, is a good thing. And I'm not going to act like there's sweeping uh, you know, specifics that we can put in for Matt and Paolo or Clevin's game because they played so little, but I did notice that they were being hard in front of their own net, pushing guys out of the way, and that's what Ottawa's going to need. They've got the skill guys on the back end, and oh my goodness. What was your reaction when Chikrin takes that shot right in the oblique? I was like, did that? Oh my God. Yeah, that's Panic City because if you lose him, things are definitely not going to be good. But yeah, um, you need him to stay healthy and and thank God he was able to shake that off. What's a dumber rule? And uh, Michael Chesterman in the chat kind of making my my brain tick on this one. The delay of game penalty of flicking the the puck over the glass or um, the offside review when the goal is like 30 seconds later. Ooh, I got to go with the offside review. I think the, the delay of class one makes sense. You know, you throw it over the boards and, and all good. He, he I knew you were going to say that one, but I, I think it's the, I think it's the other one, man. I think that, uh, or wait, no, you think the offside review is worse. Yeah. yeah. That, that's where I would have gone to. I think that yeah, the, the delay of game one's more frustrating. You think actually, I don't know. They both suck. Get them both out of the game. Let us know in the comments. Cause you know what? That's, that's worth a poll because Hey, the poll that we've got running right now, it's not, even it it's not even close. Oh, okay. Who, who's got it's it? Close. It's a goalie-friendly show. 40 saves. Let's go. Corpy's got 80% of the vote. Brady Kachuk has 11. Claude Giroux has five. And Other has three. But Martian, you know why? I think it's it's pretty you know, clear that it's Eunice Corpus L. This was the first game that a Senators goalie has played consecutive games all year. So you know the boys yeah. in the locker room are going to rally around that and be like, okay, we want someone to grab, grab the bull by the horns. Forzy was great in his first two games, not so much in the last one. I think Corpy gets it tonight. Okay, I like that choice. Yeah, I think the boys got to give him that vote of confidence too. So I I, I kind of slept on the idea of giving it to Corpus Allo there, but I think I'm with you now, Ross. Okay, so we're ending that poll and we're putting up uh, the other one that's that's kind of uh, put a B in both of our bonnets because both of them happened tonight, right? JBD takes that uh, penalty uh, for delay of game puck over the glass, but then take me through your thoughts. Like, 
this one, I know it was so far down, but I love when a two on one then creates extended zone time. How, how awesome is that? Where like, yeah, they miss on the initial chance, but then everyone's flying around Chris passes and that's what happened. Ultimately Ottawa does put the puck in the back of the net, but it gets called back on that entry. Brady Kachuk, maybe a millimeter offside. It looked pretty close, at least from what, the angles we got, but I'm not throwing my arms up. I think it was offside at the end of the day. Yeah, I actually noticed it on the entry itself, and I said, oh, crap, if they score here, it's going to end up being an offside review, and sure enough, that's what ended up happening. So I wasn't surprised at all when it came back. But, yeah, I do love those, um, you know, basically full-pressure situations where they're able to, uh, you know, generate offense off of just, like, cycling the puck after a two-on-one. It's beautiful. It's so good, man. So, the, hey, that, that to me was a big part of this game is how was Ottawa going to respond after – that no goal and the next big play was Dominic Kubelik from Ridley Gregg and Matthew Joseph and Ridley Gregg like right off the zone entry like he gets the puck from Matthew Joseph real quick and then after that bang we uh we get to see you know a cross ice pass and, and Kubelik makes no mistake so uh, a huge night all around I think one where Ottawa learned some lessons it was far from perfect and there's going to be a lot to discuss from this game and with four days off I don't know I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think one game is going to change the uh, the entire likelihood of uh, of changes being made uh, overall. So we'll leave it at that for tonight with a 5-2 victory for the Ottawa Senators. Martian's going to take old Hansel out. I'm going to stick with you after dark for a couple minutes because I want to discuss um, Elliot Friedman's report of the Evgeny Dadanov uh, trade that still might not be over two weeks later. And then if Hansy's quick, uh, Martian, you can, you can jump back on, but we'll, uh, we'll get some final yeah, thoughts from you. We'll get some final thoughts from you here after a five, two win. Yeah. I'm just happy they won. I, I think, you know, getting it back to 500 is important here. You can't let the season slip away from us early again. So it's important to keep trying to collect wins, uh, especially with all these banged up bodies on the back end there for them. So for me, it's, it's a great win. I'm very happy and, uh, hopefully they can just, you know, ride the momentum of this one and keep it going. Next up, the Sens return home. They will play a lot of home games coming up, but you, you know it's a national broadcast, a.k.a. broadcasters, that they've got a tough job to kind of keep their finger on the pulse of all 32 teams. But when when they say, hey, the Senators play 13 of their next 15 at home, you know that they're not dialed in because two of those games are in Sweden. It's a little, little far from home. Yeah. As Noodle said, that's not their home. <laughs> that was a great one-liner uh, he had when he came on a couple weeks ago. So the Senders are, though, returning home to play the LA Kings on Thursday, Tampa on Saturday, and then another three-day break before they're taking on the first Battle of Ontario. But soak this one in, Sens fans. It's been a stressful couple days. Shane Pinto, 41-game suspension. Eric Brandstrom, long-term injury. Thomas Shabbat, long-term injury. And now this news of Evgeny Dadanov potentially costing the Senators. I don't even want to say it. it's not Dadanov's fault, but the Ottawa Senators being punished for an administrative error, allegedly. But that's tomorrow's problem. And stay tuned for the postcast after dark. Let's get some go sends goes in the chat as we sign off after an Ottawa Senators 5-2 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins in a game Eunice Corpusallo makes 42 saves in a game where the Sens get multi-point nights from all three members of their top line. Two goals for Brady Kachuk to assist for both Tim Stutzla and Claude Giroux. And heck, throw in a goal and an assist for Ridley Gregg as well. I'm Ross Levitan with the Leams Marsh in the postcast brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. Go check them out, 779 Bank Street, right in the heart of the Glebe. 
Go visit them now and check out the Ottawa Senators shuttle bus. This is a project from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.